here's why it's difficult is what happens is I try and think of an interesting like <laughs> way of looking at it Wrong and then you guys go Oh, it just like doesn't fit with my vibe. No, like, you're, I, like, just like, you're, Seven, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. I'm no. sorry, but you're just flat out wrong. No, no. Stop Could trying to weasel your way back into this. Okay, everyone. Right, Ghost is back, and that. Right, what were you saying? <laughs> Day movie. <laughs> no, no, energy. Right. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Goat gang everywhere. We are back. We are back. We are full up of mince pies, tinsel, New Year's Eve party popper confetti and crack cocaine. So now we've had our fill. It's time for more goats. The show where each week we discuss the greatest <laughs> of everything. <laughs> I, I can't do a goat noise. Can you do not? Oh, <laughs> Just um, try and do a Jay Z impression. Try and do a Jay Z impression. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 But anyway, Goats is the show where each week we discuss the greatest of everything, and for each topic, there can only be one winner, one goat. Now. If you like the show, maybe this is your first time listening, go back and listen to all the oldies. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the underscore goats underscore pod. And all that lovely Christmas money you just got from your grandma, stick it in our Patreon, boy. Anyway, yeah, boy. it's or, uh, been a while. Or so... gamble it all and then uh, stick what your winnings on on Patreon. I like that yeah, idea. Fuck it. Put it all Get on an Acheron. Get an Acheron. Give, it, give us the cash. Put a fiver on Luton to win the league. That happened once, so, you know, it's going to happen again, isn't it? <laughs> How many people do you think do that every single year? They they know Leicester done it once. So every year they look at the bottom club and go, fiver on that, mate. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, you'll lose a fiver. Why not, yeah. But you might gain three million pounds or whatever. Yeah, I suppose. But you won't, will you? Like you but anyway. I wonder how many people how, bet on... Oh, how hmm. have you been? How have you been, Seb? It's fine. You obviously don't want to hear what I was... No, talking about um, yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Yeah, um, I just I don't know, not, not much to report. Back on the Jeffrey Dahmer look, I noticed. Have you been eating yeah, recently? Well, it's because I um I worked a bit late recently. Um, mm. recently today, as in I worked late today. So I'm recording from the office, not at home. Uh, so yeah, I've got my my Jade Arms glasses on because nice. these are my work glasses because of my eyes from looking at screens and that. Uh, the most exciting thing that happened to me today is that I worked out a really good little hack for my lunch, so that was pretty good. Do you want to share this hack? Every time someone says, oh, mate, I've got a hack hack for you, it's always shit, so go on. Like, right. Life well, it's, quite, it's quite a good <laughs> hack, actually. So, you know, my company, praise be, to our podcast overlords, um, <laughs> they give us a lunch budget. And obviously, mm. it's quite tempting to spend all that lunch budget in like the first two days of the week, and then you're just eating fucking home meals for the rest of the week. Mm. But what if right. I could sort of do an amalgamation of both, so I could have the delicious funness of home meals, but the excitement of outside meals? So what I did right yesterday, I bought myself some tortilla wraps, some salad, and some chicken from Lidl. Right? Yeah. 
that's my value option when I'm when I'm using the lunch money, but I'm trying to make it stretch, right? Today, because I did that yesterday, got a little bit more money in the tank to spend on other stuff. So I'm thinking, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I've still got my wrap, still got my salad. Go to the Thai place next door, buy three chicken satay skewers for like the side of the price of a side dish, right? Unskewer them into my wrap, satay chicken wrap, mate. Wow, that's the Genius. most interesting thing that's happened to you over the last three weeks. Yeah, you've learned how to budget a lunch budget for a week <laughs> that's designed to be budgeted your for a week. Your <laughs> stories <laughs> have gone so far downhill, Seth. Like, I remember when they first started, you were like, yeah, by the time, this one time I did fucking coke with Hitler. And now, look at you, I learned how to budget my meals. <laughs> All right, I learned how to well... budget my lunch budget. It's like, guys, I've got a really good life hack, right? When you get your wages on the first of the month, that's supposed to last you all month, right? Don't spend it all in one day. What the and be fuck? poor for the rest of the month. That's Sp- incredible. Spread it out. Write a book. And then by the end of the month, hopefully you might have enough to get by and then you do no, it mate, again then. <laughs> I, you're just jealous because I've been invited to Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO. Because <laughs> 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 of my fucking hacks, mate. I would go on that show. <laughs> I've got hacks, mate. I've got <laughs> hacks coming out of my ears, mate. Do you know want to know another oh. one, right? Want to save a bit of money when you go to the supermarket? Fed up paying ten p for a bag. Bring your own bag, mate. Do you want to know a real supermarket hack? Weigh it as bananas. That's illegal, mate. Yeah, well, that's not a hack. I tell you what's illegal: corporations, mate. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a point, actually. You're right. <laughs> It's been, I mean, it's been, yeah, it's been so long. I can't remember all the things that have happened. Have I just, have I said I'm buying a houseboat? That's still happening. Yeah, yeah. that's quite you're move, interesting. You're moving in next week, right? No, uh, February the seventeenth. Oh be on the boat. shit, that's way off that I where, when I saw yeah, that's a few weeks late. Yeah, but yeah, nice. and then and then um, we'll do a. Oh my god, we can finally do the goat boat on a boat. We already did goat I'm boat. Always... We're not doing goat boat Shit. too. <laughs> That's yeah, not we happening. done goat boat already. We're not doing goat boat too, mate. You blew, blew your load. You should have. You should have bought a boat before, mate. <laughs> yeah, just for the bit. Vinny, have you got any life hacks? Life hacks. Uh, I didn't prepare for this. I didn't write anything down. What life hacks have you been doing the last two weeks? Um, <laughs> um, today actually, I received a letter in the mail. Saying that I could start my uh, physiotherapy <laughs> on my knee, so that's finally good because yeah, that's been, been a thing. Been about that for years, mate. For I over know. Two you years. are quite you are quite needy about it. I never mention it ever. <laughs> you do every I time really I play don't. football with you. You're like, oh, mate, my knee and that. <laughs> oh, literally, it's you'd think you'd had an ACL, mate. It's, it's unreal. every day. You're like, oh, my knees are more fucked than Van Dyke's that one time. <laughs> You're literally, I've heard you, you told me once you thought you was going to go pro until your knee happened. That was true, though. That was true. Yeah. You had trials at West Ham under 19. Wenger saw me playing on a five-a-side once on the, on the weekend. He, he, like, gave me a little nod. And this was back when, you know, before he signed Seth Fabregas. I could have been, I could have been the next Seth Fabregas. I heard you were best on the ball, not in everything else, but on the ball at the club. I heard Including that the first team. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny might not even get that joke. I do get that joke. Oh, right, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Mork, what have you been up to over this festive season? 
Oh, what have I been up to? Well, not very much exciting stuff, but I did today just randomly remember that I sent you to some voice notes on Christmas Day about nine o'clock. Oh, yeah, you did. I haven't actually actually listened to those. I completely forgot. Are you probably sure? They're quite funny. I was pretty (laughs) hammered. There was a lot of them, and I was just, it was on Christmas Day, and I was like, I just want to (laughs) not, I want to just be like with my family and not look at this. That's why my last one was like, my last one was just like, all right, boys, I know you're probably fucking pissed off at me talking to you and that. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah, but Vinny, you can't talk because you fucking, I'll just like, I'm just at work, everything's fine, everything's normal, and then I, like, don't check my phone for a couple of hours, check back, and there's, like, 200 voice notes, which start out as, like, one of you being like, hey, have you thought about doing, like, um, goat film remake, and then ends with Mork threatening to fucking, like, chuck a toaster in the bath, and it's just <laughs> absolute carnage, and I don't know how it goes from one to the other, and I have to listen back to all of it, because I listen to the first you one. You don't have to listen to I'm it, like... you don't have to read well, this... mine and Mork's no, terrific you know comments like? to each other. <laughs> do you know what it's like it's like do you know what it's like it's like when you're watching porn and then you <laughs> skip forward a bit through the story and then they're already fucking and they're you're like, like yeah. well, how did they go how did you go from there <laughs> to there they're i like, understand they, they start, so then i have to go back and watch they're, they're, they're in like a library and they're just like oh you got that book oh i need i need that book for this exam coming up and then you skip forward <laughs> for three seconds and he's like fucking getting na- she's getting nailed by like six guys <laughs> yeah and you're like, where, where, how, where did this come from so then i have to go back like that's literally what happens it's like it starts with just the most mundane like oh yeah i um I, you know, I'm working today or something. And then it would just <laughs> the be like, by res- the end, it's just the like... The test results came like, back. They're positive. I'm terminal. Three seconds I'm later. Like, <laughs> five guys, two monkeys, <laughs> and an elephant. I'm like, where? What, what, what has happened here? Like, yeah. what, where are these two... And then I have to go back and, like, listen for the point where it, like, descends. Sometimes it'll be, like, 10, 15 minutes of voice notes, and I'm just like... It will always <sighs> descend. That's the thing. Me and Vinny, we can't hold a proper conversation like two normal people just yeah. I mean, literally, every time. If it, it, nothing, we can't even say. I can't even give this as a full example because I can't say out loud the part, <laughs> the punchline of this story. But the other day when we came on to have our chat, so last week on the oh day God. we record, we had a chat to like fucking work out what we we're gonna do for the next couple of weeks. Ooh. The abhorrent things that have been written on that list <laughs> in the two minutes that I hadn't been there the were outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. You weren't there for the whole thing, mate. You weren't there for the whole thing. Yeah. I was there for like 10 hap- minutes and I had to go. This is what happens when you're not there to mediate. <laughs> the audience is listening. It's getting a real peep on the curtains. We, it was the we, you. we need you to keep us like down to us. It was like. horrific. <laughs> Legitimately offensive I mean, suggestions. Some of them were... <laughs> questionable but what about goat liverpool midfielder why did goat, you want liverpool center mid center midfield exactly. <laughs> that one's got legs i reckon i reckon we do that for a hundredth episode <laughs> like, just to put it into perspective there was like they'd written jokingly like goat pedophile that wasn't even no, in top the top six. five it's top that six wasn't pedophiles. Even to- they'd written top six pedophiles that wasn't even in the top six things i was concerned about on that list <laughs> there was six things worse than that on the list i had to be like right we're not doing that we're not doing that we're not I, doing that at one point i just wrote adolf hitler <laughs> just an episode yeah. dedicated to adolf hitler <laughs> <laughs> nothing about him being great on it it's just Adolf Hitler <laughs> just, just talk Adolf about him. him just have a chat about him Adolf right. Hitler the pros and cons right we should crack on yeah yeah we should we should crack on so um obviously I described 
you know, this episode as a goat's episode. But actually, we are discussing a woat. A worst of all time. Same shit, different end of the scale, right? Now, I want to start by asking you two a question. What does The Lion King, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and The Mummy have in common? Allegations? Nope. Shall I do the, shall I do the one on QI who wants to get the answer right? Um, is it they've all been remade? No, there's death in all of the movies. Mm, oh. Very good fact. <laughs> no, it is because they've all been remade. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're all movies with horrible, terrible, awful remakes. Blech, blech. And blech. if you... If you <laughs> Oh god, it's right. This is dross already. If you now, if you are a big movie lover like me, then you're also probably a big hater of the dreaded remakes. A film studio taking an absolute classic piece of art and just remaking it with worse CGI, worse actors, a slightly different story. And just butchering it and killing it just leaves such a sour taste in my mouth. It's fucking horrible. And I swear down, if they ever, ever try to remake The Lord of the Rings or Back to the Future, I'll go fucking nuts, mate. I'll be going into the film studio swinging punches. Don't even think about it. But remakes are everywhere. Big studios love to cash in on a fat remake. And they will continue to do it forever and ever. They probably will remake Back to the Future. And it'll be a sad day. And this week, we're going to discuss the absolute worst of those remakes. These two degenerates have chosen their pick for the worst movie remake of all time. And it's my job to pick a winner. So, who is going first? Me! Could I go first? I'm quite passionate. I've got a lot of passion going on. I'm very passionate about my answer, though. No, but, like, I'm riding a high. I finished off my script just before we started. I'm really on, like, Mate, I'm fucked. I'm I'm actually fucked. Like, we need to get... We need to get (laughs) me in the studio whilst I'm fucked, or else I'm just going to be, like, (laughs) you know... I actually think Vinny said me slightly before as well. Oh, you bastard. You course you would. No. Oh, he's my best mate. Oh. He at, no, because I think he did, genuinely. Can I just say, this is the I state the of me... affairs. When mm, you yeah, people what? listen to this podcast at home, when you, you people. Fucking, <laughs> when you you people listen to this and the drivel that this is, there's two yeah. points that I'd like to make back to back. First and foremost, the, one of the big factors in this show and why I enjoy it and why it's important to me is it's like a grounding place in my life. Like It's a project that we work on. It's outside of my work. All of that stuff. It's like a it's like a project that I can put myself into that's not my work. It's something I do every week. I get to see my mates. Think about how important that is to me and think about how shit this is. And how sad that is. <laughs> that it's such what? an important part of my life. And then also <laughs> think about the fact that I, I get to come on and I'm like I get to two, hang out with my two best mates and I'm not either of their best mates. <laughs> this is so lame. Look, I'm 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 on a show with my two best friends, and they're best friends with each other, and not me. Right, this is so lame. You can't be spouting all this rubbish. Cry me a fucking river. Yeah. <laughs> He's better than Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. 
This is why we're going to replace you with ChatGPT, mate. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got enough footage. We'll just type in our script into ChatGPT, type in both scripts and just say which is better. We've got enough footage um, that we can make it like a very genuine sounding AI version of yourself and we can make him say yeah. all the things that You've me probably and said almost every word in the dictionary. It'd probably be funnier. <laughs> well... Vinny, do you want to go first? <laughs> no, fuck you, sir. No. <laughs> Just two best mates having a chat, and that other mate Dude. who tangentially knows two both Two best of mates them. and an acquaintance. That's what we should change yeah. this podcast name to. You friend of a friend. Sir, but when you look, when you look at when you look at our server at the at the things, who's what? I'm like the lowest ranked member. <laughs> no, c- cum goblins and inform rank. <laughs> we need cum goblins like, like you. <laughs> I don't even have like admin capa. I can't even do anything. I don't even know how. Yeah, but that's because so. you can't be trusted. Yeah. You're so like, bullying me. It's like giving a monkey around. an AK forty-seven. It's just not going to work out. What? I would. I don't I wouldn't even know how to do bad stuff. I would give yeah, you'd find fu- out though. <laughs> yeah, you'd work out immediately. <laughs> I mean, Vinny's bad enough. He's always changing the name and stuff and fucking the WhatsApp group's called just the Football Podcast now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that campaign yeah. to turn us into a football podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, oh, right. so who do you think Liverpool's greatest centre <laughs> mid of all time? <laughs> oh, okay, come on. Um, yeah, should we get into this? I'm, I'm keen. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, go on. Tell me when. By the way, you won't need a timer because I will be over time. Let's just let's okay, just put right, out that well. I will be. Go on then. I'll try not to. I'll try not fine, to be. It'll be fine. He's your best mate, so he'll just let you off when he's fucking fine. <laughs> I've let you off way more than I've let Mork off in the past, so you can zip it. <laughs> it's because I can't write two pages, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, first things first, I think when discussing film remakes i think it is important to talk about its source material i.e the film it's actually remaking can we all agree on that i agree i agree because there are a shitload of remakes to films that just they just don't need to exist in no way in hell did that remake ever need to be made and we talked about this before in like go foreign film or whatever but old boy is a great example of this old boy the original it's perfect. It does not need remaking in any way, which is why when they remade it, you know, for American audiences, it was it's it's so hated and people just really really don't like that film because why remake something that's perfect? But the plus side of those types of remakes is that because the original is perfect and it just doesn't need changing in any way, you can kind of just ignore the remake. This is the thing. Yeah. You could just com- you, yeah. you don't have to watch yeah. the American Old Boy. You could just go straight to the source material and just have a way better time. Mm. However, in my opinion, it is so much more unforgivable when a beloved film could kind of do with a remake to kind of iron out any flaws it sort of has. Yeah. But then the remake ends up completely missing all of the original movie's points and ideas, as well as becoming somehow more well-known than the original. Mm. Yes. So, That's the thing. When the remake's so bad, it's more well-known. 
it's a it's a bad sign. Or when the remake is a, quite bad, but gets like a big push and a big marketing budget, so sort of still makes like kind of good money, and then it's sort of reviewed all right, and you're like, oh, but it could have been. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Could have been better. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So without further ado, I will be discussing why I think 2006, The Wicker Man is the worst movie remake of all time. That's a good shout. Nick Cage. That's a good shout. Nick Cage. The bees. The bees. (laughs) I like Nick Cage. We'll get into that, Alec. We'll get into that. (laughs) But first, as stated at the beginning, I will be talking about the original 1973 version first, Mm. just so I can really hit home how fucking terribly they dropped the bag on the source material. So 1973's The Wicker Man. Edward Woodward, which is a great name, by the way. And also, there's also the guy who owned Man United for a while, wasn't it? Edward Woodward, right? The director. Edward Wood. But anyway, Edward Woodward stars as Sergeant Neil Howie, a British police officer who travels to the remote island of Summerall off of the coast of Scotland in search of a young girl who has disappeared there. Howie quickly realises that the residents on the island seem to all be hiding something, however. He comes into contact with Summerall's leader. It's a man by the name of Lord Summerall, who's played by the late, great Christopher Lee, who then explains to Howie that the island follows pagan customs, which conflict greatly with the sergeant's very strong Christian values. And I'm just going to do a little side, side note, fun fact. Now we're talking about Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee maintained throughout his career that The Wicker Man was the best film he acted in, and he loved mm. the script so much, he worked completely without pay to get the movie done. Yeah, I, wow. I, I heard him talking about that in an interview. That's his favourite film he's ever made, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so this, this will go to show again, it's a very beloved film. Yeah. The thing is, because I saw, I saw that interview, and like you said, when the remake's so famous, I was like, hang on, he wasn't in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking of the Nick Cage. I was like, what the fuck? And then I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit. There was a... oh, And then I kind of remembered, oh, yeah, people hate it because it's a remake. Yeah, yeah. So without getting too much into yourself, because I literally could sit here and chat your ears off about all the great things about the original Wicker Man. But basically, the entire movie just has this really surreal and kind of quirky atmosphere it is genuinely utterly like no other film I've ever seen before. I really can't put two other another film next to it and put them side by side at all. The biggest theme of the 73 Wicker Man is this idea of Christianity versus paganism, a theme which was a hell of a lot more relevant back in 1970s Britain. That being said... The way it presents its ideas and its cult horrors are done so intelligently and so subtly that it really does still hold up today. It's been dubbed, and this is kind of a pretentious title, but I, I do agree with it. It has been dubbed mm. the Citizen Kane of the horror genre. However, Ooh. however... Citizen Kane's overrated, but yeah. I can see the flaws in this gem. It could be a bit dry, a little bit dull at times. Mm. Despite it kind of 
being considered a horror movie, the vast majority of it is way more like a detective sort of mystery crime thriller. Yeah. It's a thriller, really, isn't it? It's, it's like a mystery. It's, on the it's edge. like a mystery I feel like it's crime on the thing. Line. The, the, yeah, it's, it's a kind bit of like. On the line. You know how, like, Seven is, like, kind of on the line? Like, oh, it, it has lots a, of horror elements. I guess it's, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it is kind of more of a thriller. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a crime thriller at the end of the day, yeah. I don't know if I talk about this later, but, like, it is. It, the reason why it's a horror is because of the, basically the ending. That's what makes The Wicker Man a horror. Yeah. If, if, you, if you've. I don't know if you guys know about the ending or what the movie essentially builds up to, but that's essentially what mm. makes it a horror at the ending. Um, but another thing that, you know, I, I, I could see the flaws in it with is that, like, it's kind of too quirky for its own good at times. I think sometimes the quirkiness can kind of take you out of the sort of kind of creepy and eerie atmosphere that it tries mm. and does really well to build up throughout the film. And although the sort of Christianity versus paganism themes are still, they're quite interesting, they definitely don't hit home nearly as much as they did when Christian values were still a very much a core aspect of British society, i.e. in the 1970s when that film first came out. Yeah. But it feels completely ahead of its time, but that can kind of show sometimes. Like it's a bit too Mm. surreal and strange. Which is why the idea of a remake is actually such a welcome one, at least to me. That is until you watch the 2006 American remake (laughs) and you realize that Hollywood probably should stay as far away as possible from this franchise. Yeah. So we're actually going to talk about the remake. Don't worry, I I will talk about the remake. It's directed by Neil Laboot, who... Exactly. And starring the one, the only, <laughs> Nick fucking Cage! <laughs> that was fucking incredible. That is one of the best Nick Cage impressions I've ever heard. And I know you've been practicing that. <laughs> you've been building up that. I know you've been stressing about, oh man, I've got to do my Nick Cage thing, but... You get a clap from me, Vinny. That was um, that was yeah, incredible. That was, I, yeah, that's unbelievable. It's from Vinny. the um. Have you seen the film uh, "The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent"? No. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually. But I really need good. to. It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see it because I, everyone has said it's so good. But yeah, so as you can tell, and you know, you were saying earlier that you quite liked Nick Cage, Sebek. I fucking love Nick Cage. <laughs> He's genuinely one of my favorite <laughs> actors of all time. It, he will make any boring, mediocre kind of mere script immediately entertaining if they just give him any amount of freedom to just do whatever the fuck he yeah. wants because he's just that zany and insane. For of a better character. or for worse, sometimes it's sometimes always it's, entertaining, but it, it like it's always entertaining whether it's good, <laughs> proper entertainment or what the fuck it's, is yeah. this entertainment? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. He's got such a weird batting average. It's like either out the park or a P roller. There's yeah. no middle ground. Yeah, and if you're, if you're up for it, if I feel like if you're up for that, great. If you're not, sometimes it can kind of blindside you and you're like, okay, what? You're watching like a, you know, pretty good movie and then Nick Cage comes in like, wah! And you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> I mean, he's just, it's so odd. Like he just does these like incredibly well thought out performances and then the next one will just be like absolute 
mayhem and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck like, what's the on? one he won? What's the one he won his Oscar for? What was that? Oh, I did look this up yesterday, actually. Um, it was like he's like in Italy. There's some... no, it's like a casino um, thriller or something like a oh, Las yeah. Vegas thriller. Yeah, it's incredible. It's like absolutely incredible. Yeah. and then the next one is. Like, like the next movie's like awful. He's he is a good actor. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just I don't think he. I think he phoned in um, the majority of his performances. He was in G Force. Mm. God, he was in G Force. <laughs> I remember he did a voice of. G- he did a voice in G Force. Oh, okay. Don't mention that movie. To S- more speckles. Brings back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I- I'm reasonably familiar with that movie. Jack, Zach Galifianakis was in it as well. Man, did you just should rewatch it. Did you just say Jack as a um, Freudian slip? <laughs> <Zach. there? laughs> did I say Jack? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick go, Cage. go. Yeah, I fucking love Nick Cage. And Nick Cage, obviously, he yeah. stars in the 2006 Worker Man. Yes. And it really is no exception the Wicker Man, like the 2006 one, the remake, it is sort of considered one of those so bad, it's good type movies. Yeah, yeah. But I've watched the whole thing. I haven't just watched the best funny bits, bass boosted Family Guy moments mm. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With, with, the, with the Minecraft jumping in the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Subway surfs on the bottom. A bit like how Seb did his research for Jaws 4, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many people said to me? Do you know how many people said to me over Christmas that was a robbery? So many. No, it was not so a fucking robbery. No, they did. How they many did. of those people watched the Gummy Bear movie? Bollocks. I don't know. None. <laughs> I guarantee Hannah, none. Hannah. Hannah said it was a robbery. Had Stephen you, said it was a robbery. Have they watched the Gummy Bear? Do you Bear think Christmas it's a robbery? Movie? What? Seven, do you actually genuinely? Yes. Yeah, First of all, you yeah. didn't watch the film, so that you're disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Second of yep. all, it sounds funny, not bad, so you're wrong. Third of all, you didn't watch the Gummy Bear movie either. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the Gummy Bear movie? It was a robbery. If you, no, no, honestly, though, I'm willing to hear your opinion. If you genuinely think that was a robbery, sit in a dark room by yourself, keep your eyelids wide open with, like, toothpicks, and watch the Gummy Bear movie... And then come and tell me it was a robbery, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> that's the worst shit you'll ever see in your entire life. <laughs> but we're talking about the Wicker Man, right? Yeah. So it is labeled. It's one of those films that's labeled as so bad it's good. Yeah. But I've actually watched the whole movie, and I could say that just there are a few scenes, and you could just watch the ten minutes that is all the funny scenes in the movie. Like, there's a few scenes, and like the last ten fifteen minutes are very, very unintentionally extremely funny because of Nick Cage's yeah. weird, wacky performance saying. mixed with the really terrible script. But it's the sort of film, it's less than two hours, but I thought it was like a two and a half hour film. It felt like a two, it felt longer. So long. It was, yeah. it's not, it's boring. It's, it's bad in more of a lazy way for the most part than it is bad in a very funny way. You know, a few scenes outstanding that is. But I am getting ahead of my, myself, so I'm, I'll sort of talk about the actual movie. So, for the most part, for all intents and purposes, the remake does follow pretty much the same plot. The key difference is that instead of this theme of Christianity versus paganism, which is quite interesting, I've never seen that in a film before, it's, and it has lots yeah. of interesting things to say without explicitly saying them kind of thing, it's more like men versus women. 
So on the island they're on, it's a matriarchal society with the character of Lord Summerall being replaced in the remake with a woman called Sister Summerall. Now, the women on the island far outnumber the men and are basically the only educated people on the island, mm. whereas the men are essentially just used for breeding and that's it. They're... I don't... Fucking sign me up, mate. <laughs> I don't think I hear one of them even speak other than just going like... Ugh. Yeah. You know, I don't think they could like they could right. write or speak. It's kind of like very extreme like that. But despite this key difference, the remake really does no attempt to re- even kind of engage with this idea other than the women just saying, oh, men bad, and Nick Cage being like, oh, this is weird. And that's literally <laughs> yeah. as far as it goes. It's it's yeah. It doesn't go any deeper than that. It's very shallow. It's just right. Let's just yeah. This I, is I, the theme. I can tell they yeah. they didn't want to do that thing because Christianity's not as. I mean, maybe in America it's probably still quite big, but anyway, it's still. Mm. It's not it as might not have hit. yeah. It's not as relevant yeah. as as it was back in the seventies. Not for certain. Director Neil Breen has seems like he has less. Sorry, director Neil Breen's... Neil Breen? Neil Breen directed it. (laughs) No, no, that that would have made it fucking 10 out of 10. That would have made it a go. Um, Director Neil LaBoot... Neil Breen on the mind. Director Neil LaBoot seemed less interested in having anything thought-provoking to say and more interested in trying to elevate the cult-like horror elements. Now, I don't really mind this change. I think, fair enough. The original, it definitely had some eerie atmosphere, but it was kind of a bit goofy and quirky at times and it kind of took you it was a bit tonally all over the place for you know until the last you know the finale at least and it definitely shits on the big reason why the the original is beloved but honestly yeah horror films they don't really need to have anything that interesting to say i think as long as they have no great atmosphere and like genuinely scary moments that aren't just cheap thrills i think that can make that that's enough to make it a good horror film you know but it will come as no surprise that this film completely flubs this aspect as well. For example, take the scene where the main character first encounters the island's residents. He asks them if they know anything about the missing child. In the original, Sergeant Howie talks to a group of men who all seem to be giving kind of a bit non-answers. And they kind of give this sort of eerie impression that they know something but they won't say. But like, you could also mm. chalk that up to they're on a remote island and this is an outsider and they probably don't like outsiders so that's why they're yeah, being they don't trust him. They don't yeah to so mm. it's sort of it's it gives you questions to think it creates a mystery yeah it creates a mystery it doesn't explicitly state anything it sort of implies kind of things that might be like that and it's a great introduction to the sort of atmosphere of the movie going forward and this sort of weird mm. village where everyone seems to be in on something and the police officer is the outsider and he's you know, it's mm. quite scary. He's on a remote island. The remake, however, throws all subtlety away immediately. Nick Cage arrives on the island and talks to some women who all very blatantly know something is amiss, but explicitly refuse to engage with Nick Cage's questioning. There's even a bit where he holds up a picture of the girl and says, have you seen this girl? And one of them is just like literally looking that direction. He goes like, no, I've seen her before. I don't know why she's Irish or <laughs> they're American. <laughs> she's, but she's like very like aggressive, like, no, I haven't seen her yeah. before. And, she, and he's like, oh, yeah, it helps look at the picture. 
you know, and like it's it's yeah, very yeah. explicit. It's, like so it's, it's so obvious like, that they're just no, they they no, fuck, no, no. they they're, they're like oh yeah. something's happening here. We won't tell you. Yeah, and there's this yeah, this yeah. really weird interaction of that scene as well, where there's like a couple dudes holding this like sack that's sort of bloody, and they're taking it from the harbor, and it's sort of like shaking around, and. It's kind of sort of implying like maybe there's, maybe that's, there's a body in that bag, you know, something really mm. creepy like that. And so the women invite Nick Cage to look into this suspicious looking bag and he sort of leans in and it starts getting more serious music and then it sort of jerks and he, he jumps and that makes the women laugh and then he just leaves without even looking in the bag for some reason. <laughs> He just doesn't even look at it. Yeah, he gets scared by it jerking Fuck's and sake. just leaves. What kind of police officer Fuck. does that? <laughs> like, if you're suspicious that there's probably something foul play, like, very obviously, this seems mm. like there might be foul play here. He's just like, no, they made fun of me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go read or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the, the, the that is the telltale sign of a horrible remake. I know, like, Old Boy sticks in my mind particularly because I love the original so much. Easily maybe my favorite movie of all time yeah it's close between that and stepbrothers obviously but obviously. um like the remake just there's the 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 thing i love about old boy so much is the twists hmm. the the twist ending is insane and the thing is about yeah the remake is it just gives it all away it's not subtle there isn't really a twist yeah because it ruins it just gives you the answers instantly through shit dialogue and just straight up I feel like they think the audience is so stupid they might not get it anymore. So they just mm. tell them straight away. Yeah. And it sounds it's like the same thing where like in the in the original Wickerman, they're kind of like you don't know if the islanders know about the girl. You're not sure. Yeah. And it's like, well, it could and it creates tension and it creates mystery. There's literally a scene But then in the remake they think they're fucking stupid, so they're like, Oh, let's make it obvious that they know Yeah. But they're like not telling them and that. So the audience, who are a bunch of fucking idiots, yeah, are, you know, gonna actually get it. And it's like, that's not the point. That's not good storytelling or good filmmaking. And the thing is, it was even if it was just a standalone movie, it'd be fine. But you've got you've got a source material yeah. to go off. If you just shot for shot remake the fucking thing, it'd actually be better, even though it'd be more lazy. It that is what makes off. a remake so Horrible. difficult. Is that there's yeah. immediately something to compare it to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So just don't remake them. I mean, well, my. Part of my whole point is that this movie probably could have done with a remake, but but not a horrible one. But yeah, but yeah, that scene that I described is about as far as it goes for any genuine quote unquote scary moments in the film. Mm. Just really shitty jump scares with no real build up, and they're just as predictable as you can imagine. There's even this really fucking terrible scene where he sat at the docks, and then he sees the sort of pale corpse under the water. And he immediately thinks it's the girl he's looking up, like, trying to find. He then jumps into the water um, to try to save her. And just before he gets to her, he wakes up. He was, he was asleep. And then, he, oh. and then he looks down. And then the camera zooms out. And it's like a, like a woo, scary sound effect. It was, it's the girl. She's dead. She, it's a corpse in his hands. And then he wakes up again. <laughs> Oh, fuck <laughs> sake. This is... I hate that he wakes up and then wakes trope. up again. It's the worst <laughs> bit of storytelling. But then to do it it's again, the double wake yeah. up. The double wake this up. Is literally... The he wakes up. It was all a dream. Is the worst movie trope ever. If you're if you're a young aspiring filmmaker, here's my advice: don't fucking do it because it's horrible. Write <laughs> yeah. a better story. This is genuinely <laughs> like a twelve year old's idea of a scary moment. I'm not yeah. joking. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I could go on and on scene after scene with just really shit yeah, dialogue, really unsubtle, mm. quote unquote, creepy acting that just comes off more wooden than uh, an oak tree, which is a line I wrote. Ooh. Uh, it's the sort of movie that when you question any part of it for more than three seconds, you'll realize the director didn't put more than two seconds of thought into anything that he wrote down. He also wrote the screenplay. So, yeah, mm. very much to him to blame. Yes. The only good part of the movie, unintentional as it is, is that final 15 minutes that I was alluding to earlier. <laughs> Which, and I will talk about because it it's really great. It's fantastic. If you, But even then, it's good for the wrong reason. Oh, Still. yeah. It's not like it's played out to be scary. It's not good. It's played out to be it's like hilarious. a horror thriller, but it's just hilarious. So yeah. it starts with Nick Cage fucking flooring some old woman and then just goes on this <laughs> rampage across the island. If you haven't seen Nick Cage in a bear costume decking some lady, then you haven't lived. <laughs> and there's obviously also that really famous scene where Nick Cage has got like that beehive on him and he's going, No, not the bees! The bees! No! Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, no, my eyes! My eyes! <laughs> and, ah, the yes that is meant to be a scary disturbing movie moment yes it is actually yeah. fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah the original movie's climax is so good and so disturbing that it pretty much overshadows the entire film it's the whole original film is essentially one massive build-up to the big ending the big climax Finale. and that's what makes the mm. climax so satisfying in such a horrific way is because it's sort of eerily leading you up to it but not it it edges you yeah exactly and especially because Mm. it's not particularly horror up until that bit it really smacks you right in the face it's really like impactful like that but the remake doesn't do that obviously it just gives nick cage you know freedom to be nick cage which i love that I'm a big fan of that, but that's the only compliment I will give this film is that they they just said to <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage, "Be just do whatever the fuck you want," and I genuinely think yeah. that they, that's what he's. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna wear a bear costume and take the fuck out of this woman." <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking funny. He's like running up to Lower her up. in this bear costume, and the lady thinks it's like some other woman. So she's like, "Sister Cherry," and then he just fucking oh, and fucking lamps her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Bears. <laughs> yeah. I'll get up for the whoever wants to watch. Uh... <laughs> I started it earlier than you. I've just seen the punch. <laughs> the punch is so good. <laughs> oh my What's god! Wrong, sister? Oh my Whoop god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. a horror film incredible. that's a really so scary funny. moment <laughs> oh, 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 oh I'm so creeped out the oh. thing is the creepy music yeah, I thought I told you to wait for me she doesn't even say anything and she's just like yeah oh. the whole film the whole film she just she just has that vacant expression on her face the entire time she's like 
It's almost like she's like, oh my fucking god, I can't actually believe I'm acting next to Nick Cage still. <laughs> yeah. it's ju- this is my theory. They just said Nick Cage, they didn't hand him a script. They just fucking put him in a scene and then just watched him do his magic. And that's why everyone around him just is like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So in conclusion, I'm wrapping this mm. up. I'm pretty, I'm, how far mm. over time am I? Probably about five minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, in conclusion, 1973's The Wicker Man is a staple of horror cinema. It inspired the cult horror subgenre and was so far ahead of its time, only in retrospect has it really been given its accolades. Mm. It is, in my opinion, though, not without its flaws, meaning a remake could have honestly been a great idea had they not exchanged interesting ideas for stale horror themes. Subtle, creepy dialogue for laughably bad acting. And one of the most iconic movie endings ever for No, Not the Bees. And the saddest thing is that the 2006 remake is far more well-known than the original. I agree. I think that's a great pick because I think that it epitomizes everything that a bad remake like it epitomizes everything that makes a bad remake the need for it like the potential for a remake everyone's saying you know what maybe a remake of the wicker man would be really good with a modern yeah, twist it's, it's the film came out in really 1973 it it's like yeah. it's old as fuck like 40 years later yeah. you know let's ramp it up let's make this like modern and really good fucking on nick cage is going to be in it holy shit and then it's watered down dialogue stinks there's no twist. There's no build up. Nick Cage decks a woman in a bear costume. It's very funny though. Like, but but the thing is, it's not it's not meant to be funny no, as well. Like that's not. the thing. They couldn't even no. get that right. Like, even the bit where they're trying to be serious and horrifying. Yeah, it's good that it's funny, but it actually makes it even worse that it's funny because it's not even fucking supposed to be funny. Mm. That wasn't the intention. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be horrifying. Um, and like the f- and yeah, I know that the um, the the nineteen seventy eight version is pretty well loved. It's a it's a cult classic, really. Seventy three, <clears throat> sorry, yeah, is is a cult classic. So. Yeah, it's a cool film. Yeah, yeah, and it's got Christopher Lee in it. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice, Vinny. That's a fucking great shout. Thank you, thank you. That was incredibly interesting and thought provoking. Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let's go on to the middle bit. So movies. Yes. They have actors in them. They no do. Way. Actors are celebrities. And like bad movie remakes, Hollywood has a dark side. So, let's keep it topical this week. We're going to dive into the released Epstein documents. No. Nice. What I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a celebrity... And I want you to guess the age. Yeah. <laughs> celebrity. I knew it'd come back. This is a remake of Celebrity Pedophile Higher or Lower that we always needed. Hey, he got the joke. Yes. No, it's actually not a remake of Celebrity Pedophile Higher or Lower. We're never remaking that quiz ever. Because it was too perfect. It was ahead of its time. It was horrifying. <laughs> celebrity it Pedophile was... Higher or Lower was ahead of its time. I tell you. Yeah. Well, no, we're not doing that. What we're doing is an even better, more simple game. I'm going to give you a movie, the original, Mm. and the year it was made. I want you to guess the year that it was remade. 
and you're the closest answer wins. Okay, good. I like that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And um, in the, you know, in fairness, in the, on the theme of fairness, because Vinny went first, mm-hmm. Vinny, you get to guess first cool. on the first question. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> as my only, as the only person I would consider a friend and not a colleague on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Two friends and a colleague. Not an associate of mine. <laughs> oh my God. Two friends in the associate podcast. <laughs> you know what? I'm not, I mean, if we, you know, I'm just saying. Anyway, no, Seb, you get to go first. So the first movie is the, the 1960 classic. Psycho. Psycho. Yes. Yes, Vinny. Psycho, 1960 classic. What year did they butcher oh. and remake? I this saw movie? this on one of the lists, the many lists. For some reason, I want to say, it feels too late, but I'm going to say 2011. Uh, I believe it was in the 90s. I'm going to go with 95. Was it? Oh, shit. You're saying 95? Yeah. One point to Vinny, because it was 96. Ooh, well done, Vinny. Well done, mate. Very close. 36 years after, which is probably about average. That's about average time that a movie can be remade about 30 odd years 30 mm. plus years they tend to remake them we talked but it was fucking horrible yeah we we, mm. we, we, we someone said earlier that like would rather they we would you know just having a shot for shot remake of the 73 Wicker Man would have been better than than what we got but like yeah the Psycho remake is literally a shot for shot remake of, of a, a, yeah. a, a classic film so like unless you're somehow gonna out act the original actor who like gives yeah, incredible exactly. performance like What's the point? Mm. What is the point? That's the thing. A remake can be horrible, even even because it's a shot for shot remake yeah. as well. That's the thing. Yeah, it it's so devoid of as well. any creativity. Yeah, you've got to be creative and stick to the source material. Um, now, Vinny, this is a movie that I know you love. Um, so I better get it's this. It's 1974's Nine Black Christmas. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. What year did they remake this classic? F- I, I want to say, and I'm I might be wrong, so please butcher me if I am. But I want to say this was kind of the first horror Christmas movie, first big one anyway, and it was actually one of the first ever slasher films as well. It was a pioneer in the slasher genre. Black Christmas is yeah, a very well loved movie in the horror. Industry. I've never seen the original, by the way. You only seen the remake? Yeah, I saw the remake when I was really young. Yeah, and you liked it well. You go and watch the original, and you'll you'll flip tides. Probably, so, yeah. But what year? What year was that movie made? Then the remake. I'm gonna go with 2005. 2005. Seb, I've not heard of this film. I've not seen either. So I'm gonna say 1990. Finney takes it again. Fucking hell! It was 2006. Oh, oh one away again. Lord. <laughs> We've got a nerd in the building, boy. I actually did watch it in 2006 as well. That's the thing. We got some nerds. Two points for V-Dog. Seb, a movie that is very dear to my heart. 1978, John Carpenter, Halloween. I love that movie. But Rob Zombie fucking remade it horribly. And the sequel, even worse. And what year did that remake come out? Ah, uh, it's so difficult because there's been like a... There was like Halloween... 
There's been a lot of sequels, but this was the first reboot, restarting remake of the original movie. I feel like it was quite recent, but then it can't have been that recent because Rob Zombie did it. So it must. I think they've done it again. Oh, so it's not the again, again. Okay, no, no, I'm talking about the the, the first time they remade it. The Rob Zombie. That's got to be like. If it's got Rob Zombie on it, it's got to be like, what, 2008? 2008, okay. Um, yeah, it is around 2008, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's either... I feel like it's either 7 or 9, though, 2007 or 2009. I'm going to go with... Let's go with 2009. Seb, you are right, 2008, oh, but the nice. film was made in 2007. You should have gone with seven, Vinny. One of you is going to get one of these on the nose any minute. 2007, yeah. yeah. I was actually really excited for the remake because, again, like I didn't want it to be remade, but I was like, okay, well, you know, yeah. horror movies always get rebooted and they always get remade. Like They've done it with all of them, Friday the 13th, all of them. And I'm always interested because I love the classics so much. I'm like, oh, let's just see kind of... Can they bring something new to the table that's, you know, even better? And the answer every single time is no, they fucking can't. It's horrible. <laughs> Stop doing it. Now, the movie Mean Machine came out in 2001. And it was remade for an American... Mean Machine is about a, a prison and it's got, like, all your classic old-school prison hard men from back in 2001 it stars um vinnie jones mm. and they make a football team to play against the guards and uh it's called Mean machine and they remade it for an american audience with uh adam sandler i chris Rock, I oh shit called the yeah. longest yard yeah. and this isn't about i actually quite like the yeah, longest yard. i, I think like, it's a good movie i used movie. to like it a lot when i was a kid it, it's a good movie it's a fine comedy mm. yeah it's a fine comedy flick uh, and it's american football and like I said, Mean Machine came out in 2001. But when did The Longest Yard come out? Didn't have Chris Tucker in as well. Mm-hmm. No. Or am I being racist? Doesn't it? You mean, it's Chris Rock. That's, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, ed- editor, can you edit out the bit where I went, mm-hmm, and agree with this? I didn't, I didn't have to implicate him. I did, I did actually say Adam Sandler and Chris Rock, but... Uh... Oh, sorry. I didn't... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, Seb. Oh, is it me first? I thought I went first yeah. last time. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you did. The Longest Yard is a... The Mean Machine is a, is a remake of The Longest yeah. Yard, and then The Longest Yard is a remake of Mean Machine. Yeah. There's, there's an even older From version the of The Longest Yard, I just remembered. Yeah. And they, they Britain remade it, and then America remade it again. Because right. in The Longest Yard, the newest version... And then he said the date then. The guy who's like... The old school guy from the prison. He is the main character. He's Adam Sandler's character in the original. Yeah. Right. From like the 70s. Yeah. But anyway, I'm talking about the latest version, the Adam Sandler one. And it's one. me to guess, isn't it? Is it you? Yeah, I went first. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, so yeah it is you. Yeah, Vinny, it's you. So, um, Me Machine 2001, when was the longest shard made? I'm just going to go with... I'm going to go with... It's again, it's around that year. It's like 2000... I'm going to go with 2006. Oh, you fuck. I was going to say 2006. I'm going to just say... I'm actually going to say 2005. Seb, you're bang on the money. Oh, it is 2005. Nice. I know. They only left it four years before they remade it. But then they sort of didn't because of the other one. Huh? They sort, they sort of didn't remake it because it was a remake of 
kind of a remake. So then maybe yeah, I know. I feel like that. But I don't think they the would have made the longest yard had they not made Mean Machine. Mm. I thought unseen. Oh, that was successful. Let's do it again. And they mm. did. They you know they did it pretty quickly. Now, Seb. Yes. Another movie that's very dear to my heart. And again, the original came out in 1953. I think there was an, maybe an earlier version, mm. although I think this is the earliest film adaptation of this. But I'm talking about War of the Worlds. Mm. And tidbit, I saw the 1953 version when I was about seven or eight. And the scene where the little alien with like the three, he's got like three green lights on his head. It's like a green light, a yellow light and a blue light or something. That's like his eyes. Yeah. He like he like creepily comes into this hut. It scared me for about five years. I couldn't go to bed with the light off for like half of my childhood because it's fucking terrified me so much. That one scene was so scary. And this was a movie that was made in 1953. Ah. Recently, I went back and watched it because I was like, I didn't think about it then. Mm. I just, but um, recently I was like, oh shit, I wonder if I can find that scene on YouTube. Found it and. I'm glad that I wasn't the only one. All the comments were, holy fuck, this scene scared the shit out of me for like years and years and years. So it's a great movie. Mm. But 1953 was the OG. When did the, uh, in the my t- opinion, bad remake. The, the Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise The one. Tom Cruise remake. When did the Tom Cruise one come out? Also, I guarantee they're going to make a new one of it again soon because War of the Worlds is just such a classic story. Like the radio. We used to listen to the... Uh, the album. It's like an album, isn't it? Um, we used to listen to the album in the car all the time. Oh, it's really yeah. It's like, a sp- it's like an space album. Space rock opera oh, yeah, or amazing. something, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah. It feels very around the... It's, it's very cinematically... I know this sounds weird. It has that same grey colour grading mm-hmm. that um, the 8 Mile has. Um, I know they're yeah. completely different films, but it's very of that time. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. makes me think it's about... It's, it's sort of... It's before I Am Legendy, it's like just... I'd say like 2004. Mm. Feels very 2004, 2004 okay. to me. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Potentially not. Yeah. That's how it goes. I remember they parodied it loads in Scary Movie 4. Which, Ooh, yeah. oh, when did that come out? 2008 or something? Oh, that's a good well, word. That's I have a good no word idea word when Scary Movie 4 came out, but that's, yeah, good logic. Yeah. I'm going to go with 2006. So, Seb, you went with 2004. Was it 2005? Vinny, you went with 2006. <laughs> it's going to be 2005, then. It's 2005, so I'm going to call that one a draw. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm going to say no points for that one because... I can't really separate it, but I have to say, both of your guesses pretty much every single time, other than Seb's psycho guess, have been fucking well close. Yeah. Like yeah. one in dip, one off every single time. So fair play. Um, now, n- another classic horror movie, Nightmare on Elm Street. You'll notice a lot of these are horror movies because they always get remade. Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1984 and actually starred Johnny Depp as one of the teenagers yeah. before he was big. But they remade it again horribly in what year, Vinny? I'm going to say 2011. Mm. 2011. So I remember watching it with you around that time. I think we watched it together. I feel like it might have been. We've seen it together 100%. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it might have been. I'm going to say 2009. 
It's another troll because it's 2010. Fuck's sake. Fucking hell. You guys, honestly, you're so good at it. Are you fucking Googling it? Are you like texting each other like, let's just Google the answers. Let's just piss off more. <laughs> um, damn, well, I, I did a tiebreaker question. Good job, because with the draws included, it's, it's two apiece. Don't draw this one. Okay. <laughs> fucking telling you. Right. Another classic horror movie dear to my heart. And this one's a three-peat, but we'll obviously... We'll only talk about one of the remakes. The Thing from Another World mm. came out in 1951. They then remade it. Our boy, John Carpenter, remade it with The Thing in 1982, which mm. originally came to a lot of criticism. They didn't like it. And then afterwards, they were like, are we fucking stupid? This is sick. Look at the yeah. uh, special effects. I've spoken about that movie before. Best practical effects since uh, Riccio. <laughs> so <laughs> watch, watch The That's Thing 1982. Some but they made The Thing again and obviously less practical effects, special effects, fucking dreadful movie, dreadful remake. What year was The Thing, The Thing, The Thing remake in Seb? 1982 was the original I'm talking about. I'm really lost. I really am lost. Thing is, I don't remember. So it's out of my memory of films coming out because, and that means it was before I got a TV. So I was. It was before probably 20, 2000. It's pre 2009 because I don't remember people. I don't remember seeing adverts for it on TV, and I don't mm-hmm. remember my school friends talking about it. Unless it's like more recent than that, maybe it's like it could be like. No, I'm gonna say like 2002. 2002, okay. It could be like last year. I don't fucking know. Uh, I'm gonna go with 2016. Shit. 2016. I actually need to do some maths. So <laughs> you said 2016. Oh, that means it's closer than I thought. Not actually that much closer because I'm bad at maths. But we have a winner, and the winner is Vinny. My only friend on the podcast, <laughs> Vinny. <laughs> it came out in 2011. Damn. The remake was 2011. Didn't they remake it again more recently? Or am I just imagining uh, that? Yeah, maybe they did. I think you're imagining it. Um, I don't think they remade it again. I don't think of Evil Dead. Again, does. again. Yeah, no, there's only 2011. Oh, okay. It yeah, hasn't, I think been, I might be, hasn't been one since. I think I'm thinking of Evil Dead then. Because that was quite Yeah, didn't Netflix it? do an Evil Dead thing? They mm. did Ash versus the something. Oh, rubber, right, yeah, yeah. I think. Although the, the 2011 The Thing has a 6.2 on IMDb. Yeah, you can't can trust that. It's quite easy to get those ratings because it's quite shot for shotty as well. But it's just, I mean, the actual The Thing from 82 has an 8.2, which Here's for a horror movie is crazy. Here's the trouble as well, is that like... I feel like because fil- making films has got objectively easier, even mm. bad films, it's really hard to make a really bad film now. Mm. Like, it's really actually quite difficult. Like, look at, like, Aquaman. Like, that should have been shit. But just because, like, yeah. if you just spend enough money, it'll it's be all right. Budget. Like, Aquaman it'll has, like, a fucking... Least, yeah, yeah, it has, like, a 7%, like, a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's, it's fine. Like it, like it's really hard to make like a really mm. bad film, even if everyone yeah, says I they hate it. That. 
<laughs> I don't agree with that. I know the like, gummy bear <laughs> saves Christmas. There's a no, lot but like, of look at, fucking god-awful films coming out. Very... Uh, there is, but it's, it's hard not... I take, No, I take it back. It's hard not to remake a franchise and still get a lot of ticket sales and mm. and get an like look at like fucking indiana jones and the dial of destiny all i've heard is bad things about that film but if you look it still gets like a 50 percent because like some yeah. people just watched it and went oh he's got the hat and the horse so can't be that yeah fun. there's a like, bit of nostalgia like, bait there do you know yeah. what i mean like people it's like gonna be like it's really yeah. difficult yeah no I it's like all the fucking saying, disney yeah. remakes yeah exactly people are still going to give them a high rating even though they're horrible it's interesting yeah, that you well said done. it's mm. interesting you said that um what was it, that film? What was the last one we did? The Thing. The Thing. Came out mm. in 2011. Bad year for films, or at least it would have been, except my film got pushed back to 2012. More on that later. That's what we call in the business a Segway. Nice. And you've hooked Seb, me in as well. Go on then. A Segway. Okay, can I crack on? Yes, you can. Go. Um, Give him 10 minutes because I went for 20. I'm only you know, yeah, make it fair. Fuck off. Yeah, I'll be fair. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> I have a question for you two and the audience. I yep. just want you to have a think. For you, what is worse? And I've got three three options here, and they're quite complicated. So let me read them out before you inevitably butt in. A bad remake of a good movie that didn't need a remake, like some people would say of like Total Recall. Like Total Recall, great film. Why did they need to remake it? It was great as it was. Or Old Boy, yeah. Or a bad remake of a movie that people wanted to be good the first time but was a disappointment so it was like a good IP like they remade a book or a film or a film or something and it was shit and then they were like we're going to remake it and then it's fucking bad again and it's like mm. even more disappointing which is what some people say about Dune because everyone loves the Dune books and the Dune first Dune film people some people like it as like a bit of a cult classic but it's generally thought of as not very good and then they remade it and then people are like oh it's not very good I actually quite like this the new one but i thought anyway. loads of people loved it what are you talking about i thought it was like the new acclaimed. one claimed yeah i thought it's critically and audience claimed it, it's i i thought it was too it's one of those like, maybe i've heard a lot of people like to. pan it and like people are like oh it's just a bit like generic or whatever i look right. it's just an example that's not what i've picked right. or a prequel that acts like a remake because they want to remake something but it's too recent so they prequel it and then it's a disappointment. Like some people would say a Phantom Menace. Like it's kind of, it is a prequel, but it's sort of a remake. It's a very similar story. Or it's even not a remake. Well, it's not a remake. It's a prequel, the, but the it's remaking. Fi- an, the a the fourth, seventh film re- then. The seventh film was, a, was yeah, was, wasn't, yeah. Was it, it was the same Force story. Force Awakens then. Force yeah. Awakens is yeah. basically a remake of the original Star Wars, but with a bit of nostalgia porn in it. And it's kind of like, ah. Uh, yeah. Which, now they're all pretty What's tricky. Worse? It's pretty tricky to pick which can, one of those is worse, can, isn't it? Can you read them off again, please? <laughs> oh no, I can't. it's like a bad no, the, remake of a good worse film. Worse is the yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Bad remake of a good film is the worst. Right. Well, the thing is, it does take some thinking about, and I actually found a film that does all three of those things. <gasps> That's right. I found a film that is an unfaithful adaptation of a prequel of an already loved film franchise that had been made once and people didn't like it, so it was disappointing when it came out again and was bad. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. I know. It's a lot to, to, to swallow, right? And you're probably thinking, wow, Seb, that is a wild and intense accusation. It's almost so was, wild I don't believe it. I was well, fucking believe it, baby. 
For the worst movie remake of all time, I have chosen The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Now, wait, I hear you. What's that? It's the elephant in the room. I can hear... Why are you sighing? Carry on with your... Was it a remake of? Well, Carry on. Right. Why do you always get so upset when I think outside the box? What do you want me no, to do? I'm just, just trying pick, to think. I can't just go think of what, one of those. What? Should I just go through a watch mojo list and pick number two and then we all just fucking go <laughs> no, on? No, 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 no. I'm, one, try, I'm seriously trying to think. Because I no, know that you pick technically, one. <laughs> you could say technically The Lord of the Rings is a remake because there was an animated film of it before, but I can't think of a, a remake of the Basque films that Basque No, film I know, movie. I know, no, I know it's technically not, but you could maybe say that, but I can't wrong. think of a Hobbit. Wrong. There wasn't a Hobbit movie. Wrong, wrong, you're fucking wrong. Because in 1977, Warner Video released The Hobbit, an animated retelling of J.I.R. Tolkien's original book. Oh, okay. So it's a different adaptation. Okay. Well, it's a remake. No, it's a different adaptation of the same source material. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about the anything. You could say that about the remake of it or whatever. Like it's a it's a remake of a book. It's still a remake. I, it's Karen. Where, where, Karen where, with your story. What year did this come out? In? He's saying that it's a remake of the same original source material, but it's not a remake because. Not a even remake. though it's a remake. <laughs> well, it is because they're remaking a film they've already remade. Well, I don't they're know what, adapting what more you a book. Want. They're adapting a very. Oh, popular this was book. a Rankin Bass. Yeah, this was a okay. But it's like, say, if like, hang on, so wait, so are you saying that like, if they remade Harry Potter now, that wouldn't be a remake because it was just redoing the same books? You wouldn't call that a remake. I'd say or it's a remake re- because the the movies are more popular than the books as popular as the books are whereas i don't think the hobbit movie from 77 which me and mork who are both big into tolkien had no idea existed until you just said it is bigger than the book the hobbit <laughs> that's why i think it carry on <laughs> yeah i yeah it's kind of it's in a very gray area i it's appreciate i don't want I... to do a sherlock holmes again i just just i don't i don't yeah. care just carry on i just don't care I'm not sh- yeah, I, k- k- yeah, we need, we need we need to hear just, this. It's a re- I, this is outrageous. Again, like, I, I, this is just you two best mates and someone you vaguely know and it's just like oh <laughs> if fucking if Vinny did this, you'd be laughing it up. Now, look. No, cuz the thing is I'd already thought about the Lord of the Rings if it was a remake of the animated films and I'd already kind of decided I'm not sure if it is a remake because but it's not if it was a live action if it was like a live action movie and they were like right we're going to do the live hey, action movie no 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 but again, again no this is trust because what about the remake of the little mermaid the remake of lion kings they're animated films they've remade it in live action mm. I, I just don't, you're just arbitrarily picking rules now this is absurd it's the de- I, it's technically a remake. I'm not saying I, that I it's just, like a remake in the traditional sense of the term. I just try to think a bit outside of the box. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I would okay. just say the Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings, are definitely not a remake of the Bashki film because they didn't. I will. I, they did not use the Bashki film as a source material. One billion percent, they did not. If you've ever seen the mm. Bashki film. You'll know that. But they then, if they remade Harry, if they if they remade a new set of Lord of the Rings films now, based on the books, not the films, you would still call it a remake. I think because the this the movies are more popular than the books. 
Yeah, that's why so people know yeah, that the movies more than the book. So then people will say it's a remake. Until The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey came out, the only Hobbit film was the Bashki film, The Hobbit. Bashki did The Hobbit. Yeah. No, no, it was done by a rank. Uh, well, I just it was done by a different. Uh, sorry, not by. It was the Warner Brothers. Rankin and Baskin, or something. Rankin, like that. whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. That was the only The Hobbit film. Yeah. If you typed in The okay. Hobbit film in 2011, the film that came up that's was the film The Hobbit. That doesn't mean they used it as a source material. That's. But that's not what makes. That's an arbitrary. <laughs> yes, like, you decided yes, that's what is. makes a remake. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Is it? Well, let's allow it anyway. Let's allow it. I'm, I'll say Again, we'll allow it. Let's Come just on, go. Sir. Just go. I don't yeah. care. I'm bored let's of allow this. It. I'm bored. Let's I'm allow bored. it. Look, it's a remake. Anyway, look. So the 1977 The Hobbit was widely regarded as terrible. Um, it was mostly made for contractual reasons so that the Tolkien estate wouldn't have to give the rights back. It's very confusing. They basically had a deal with Warner Brothers and if Warner Brothers didn't make a film soon, the rights would go back to someone else. So they just ground out this film. That seems to happen um, a lot, doesn't it? With, didn't that happen with Spider-Man like mm. twice? Yeah. Didn't Sony didn't want to give up the rights back to Marvel. That's yeah. They just pump one out. When Marvel's going downtown, so they just pumped out the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 So, in fact, it was made so quickly and lazily that in some places the animation is unfinished. And one famous <laughs> Tolkien scholar described it as execrable, um, a.k.a. extremely unpleasant, like excrement. Um, <laughs> but for a long while, <laughs> just a talking fan to go up with a, like an insult like that—that's <laughs> so obscure. But, yeah, make up his own language just to insult something Extra made up from a made-up language. Extra-ball. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Love that. But for a long time, that was the only way that Tolkien fans could enjoy watching The Hobbit. Mm. And then in 2001 came Peter Jackson's award-winning. Fellowship of the Ring, the first in a three-part saga of Lord of the Rings movies. And all three were fucking brilliant. They won Oscars, they launched careers, they broke Viggo Mortensen's toe. And of course, those films were done and dusted by 2003. 2003, Mm. they're done. And everyone's saying the same thing. Peter! When are you doing The Hobbit? <laughs> when you when, Lois, when Lois Griffin joined this conversation. <laughs> when, 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 when are you going to do The Hobbit? And yeah. in 2008, the announcement everyone's been waiting for. New Line and Warner, they've got, they've got Peter Jackson back on board. And he's going to do The Hobbit. But he's not going to direct it. He's just going to write it. He's going to write the screenplay. And it's going to mm. be directed by his mate, Guillermo del Toro. And released in December 2011. Mm. And F1. But he did was... direct it, didn't he? Well, let me get there. Yeah, I remember so that. I remember was... Del Toro. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that being a thing. Shit, yeah. So everyone's pumped. Everyone's like, we're getting exactly what we want. Yeah. And mm. they announce it as two movies, which already mm. everyone's a bit like, two movies from one book? That mm. seems like a lot from one book, but we'll get back to that. Everyone's pumped. It was the prequel to the films they all loved and it was the remake of the 1977 film that everyone hated so it's the dream Mm. everyone's getting what they want right it couldn't fail and then it did so in 2010 Guillermo del Toro pulled out of the directing the movies because a number of delays caused by caused by New Line and uh, Warner Brothers getting into financial difficulties Uh, this sudden exit meant that Peter Jackson had to step back in and direct them which is specifically what he said he didn't want to do. He signed up to Mm. write them based purely on the fact that he wouldn't have to direct them. And then he did. 
And it meant that whereas when Peter Jackson had directed Lord of the Rings, he'd spent three years prepping. Mm. Uh, this time he had like a couple of months and they went into shooting with an unfinished script and no storyboards. Wow. So they were just lit. They were literally just making it up as they went along. Like they just get on set and be like, right, um, fucking Frodo, you go over there. Let's fucking film some shit. Like that's it. They literally had no idea. Bilbo, mm. sorry. Like, and worse than that, because they wanted to get it over and done with, they shot it back to back to back. That's right. There's a third back in there because this movie, which took 266 consecutive days of shooting, was split into three films. Mm. They also did that with the Lord of the Rings, though. Shot them back to back to back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because they prepped. But they wanted to do that. Yeah. And they knew what they were doing. And it wasn't supposed yeah. to be three films, but basically it all just got so out of hand. They didn't know what they were shooting. They just shoot, shot so much extra shit and the story got really convoluted, confusing. They were like, oh, it's just going to have to be three films. And to put that into perspective, The Hobbit is 310 pages long. Right? <laughs> wow. They made three yeah. films out of it. 266 days of acting. The first Lord of the Rings film, the first Lord of the Rings book, sorry, is 450 pages. And they made it into yeah. one film. And you're probably thinking, oh, does that basically shooting a a page and a bit a day showing the final product of this film franchise or the first film, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey? Well, yes, it fucking does. Because I vividly remember the utter disappointment when I watched The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Why? Let me tell you. Firstly, it's three hours long. Is it? It's a a third of a book and it's three hours hours long and it's filled with a bunch of stuff that's not in the book because they needed to pad it out into three movies and i don't care what anyone says like oh yeah it's just because peter jackson had a vision no it's not it's because they wanted to get three films out of their last dregs of a franchise they made three films out of lord of the rings and they were like well we want three more let's make three out of the hobbit yeah, I do not You're think doing a... that was Peter Jackson's original image. One, I do not believe that whatsoever. At that point, you're doing, what, 103.3 pages of film. But if they filmed it with stuff that is okay, like, that's oh, we're doing good. not a bad thing. But it's not filled with stuff that's okay. <laughs> it's filled with dross and shit, right? The second thing is, not only is it filled with a bunch of crap that's not in the books and it's just padding... The whole thing is filmed at a really weird frame rate, so everyone looks like they're walking around in the 1950s. Well, like, no, you know, like when you see like colorized war footage and everyone's like yeah. walking all weird and fast? Super it looks cool. like that. It's also 2 is HD. It? Yeah, it was filmed at 48 frames a second for no reason I whatsoever. I'm, I'm bad at noticing that kind of shit, so. It looks awful. It oh, looks really in, weird. Because films are normally in 24 FPS. So 24. When and, you like, and then it, because. Yeah. And then they tried to, but then they had to step it back down because most cinemas can't show 48 frames a second. So mm. it just looks really like weird and everyone's walking too fast right, and everything's like okay, too yeah, smooth. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, it was filmed on like new cameras when Peter Jackson had previously filmed on like old cameras. So it's all way too HD. And so there's none of the yeah. smoothing that he's used to. So you can literally see people's wigs and makeup. <laughs> Because they just yeah. like it's just filmed so badly. You can see fucking Bilbo's stupid hair. <laughs> and lastly, right, I watched this film. I was excited because I wasn't I wasn't able to watch the original Lord of the Rings in the cinema. I had to watch it at home because we I didn't go to the cinema when I was like that young. And then I was like, right, I'm so excited. I'm like 16. I get to watch this new entry into this franchise that's so beloved. It's going to be great. It's three hours, right? 
at the end of the three-hour film, it's not. That doesn't end when they get to the Lonely Mountain. It ends when they see it from far away. <laughs> they go, oh look, there it is. There's where we're going. There's the point of this film in the distance. Mm. Fucking roll to credits. Are you <laughs> actually fucking me? Are you taking the piss? That is. What is that? I I actually remember, despite the fact that it was three hours long, it ending and me being like, what? It's over. Like, that's it. Yeah, but you know there's two more movies. I don't care if one of there's two more There shouldn't be two more movies. What are you fucking talking about? If they yeah, just... But... <laughs> what, if you just, like... I, d- I don't understand. Like, if you're watching Ocean's Eleven and it just cut when they got to the casino and were like... That's the well, not when they got to the casino, but when they're driving and over the hill they see Las Vegas in the distance, and it just goes, "Oh, that's where the casino is," mm. and it just cuts the fucking credits. Outrageously shit, outrageous. But here's the th- here's my counterpoint. Let's say let's say you were enjoying the film, you were enjoying the added stuff. It's Tolkien. Yeah, but I wasn't. But you know, but let's say someone was enjoying the extra Tolkien stuff, and they're just enjoying the world of Tolkien. But it's not actually maybe Tolkien saying. Stuff. Well, it is because you got you know talking characters on screen talking to each other. Middle Earth, you know you're. It's it's you know, Middle Earth You're watching stuff. a Middle Earth story. It's, no, it's so Lord of the Rings stuff. It's not Tolkien stuff because there's nothing Tolkien wrote. So let's but yeah, it and is. Regardless, All the characters Tolkien wrote. Yeah, you're watching his world unfold, aren't you? At All the right, end of yeah. the day. But if you're enjoying that, you might want a bit more of it. You might want three movies and it to be really long and extended out, just because yeah, you just never you, want you it can, to end. Yeah, yeah, right. You can play Dabble's Advocate all you want, but I know you think it's stupid that they made three Hobbit films. I know you do because you've said it before. So, like, I don't know. That's stupid. Well, to play Dabble's Advocate again, I seem to remember you, me, you, our friend Nathan, and our friend Charlotte, I'm going to call her, we went to the midnight release of the Lord of the Ring, of the Hobbit, the Battle of Five, Five Armies, the finale. And it was shit. Yeah. It, and we were all hyped. We were hyped as fuck. I we know, were because buzzing I know, to go and but, see it, and we right. watched it, and it was and good, and we were like, yeah, that was no, sick. We were, we, mm-hmm. Everyone was hyped when Phantom Menace mm-hmm. came out, and then upon reflection, mm-hmm. it's terrible, because we all couldn't... But we liked it when we watched it. I love Phantom Menace. We came Menace out of the cinema course. like, yo... I just, I'm not even doing this. It was, it was bad. <laughs> you you know it, it was when we bad. Watched it. I like that movie. You like <laughs> the Hobbit trilogy. You think the Hobbit trilogy is good? I like um, it. I don't hate it. I, I, I like, I enjoy watching it. It's, it's like a six there's out of bits, ten. There's bits of it that are slow. Like there's it. bits that are slow, and I'm like, oh, you know, this, it gets this could have been better. This could have been better. This could have been better. But I actually. I just want to watch. Kind of fun. I, yeah. I could watch, even if they made it 100 hours long, yeah, I'd still watch it and enjoy it because I enjoy that's, seeing those that's characters. Them, that's manipulating you. Like They could have made a better film, but they knew that people like us who love the franchise would go mm. and watch it anyway. That's that's worse because it's, it's, it's only enjoyable because it has characters that you want to see. People from previous films that they dragged out of fucking care homes to star in it, Legolas. so so that you can that aren't in it. Legolas isn't in it. He's just it's just like oh Legolas again, and and I did. I remember at the time, like, oh fucking Legolas. Now as a yeah. looking back, I'm offended by that because it's shit. You can't just like it's it is uh, if they just made one really good Hobbit film, we'd mm. be like oh yeah great good on you. But to just be like, shall we just do Lord of the Rings again? Because it is basically a remake because they just pull all those characters back that aren't in the book. They aren't in the source material. So if you're talking about, oh, it has to be from the source material. Well, the source material for The Hobbit was Lord of the Rings because they fucking bought (laughs) 
Legolas out of fucking Sauron. nowhere. Sauron out of fucking nowhere. They're not <laughs> in the source material. So objectively, the source material for The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey is the previous Lord of the Rings franchise. Mm. That doesn't that's make it just... a remake of Lord of the Rings. That's not true. <laughs> it's oh, it's not just, a remake it's just, of that. <laughs> no, it's just, just you're just picking... You're just it takes picking, like one you're, of the characters uh, from it because it's a popular character. That's it. It takes three of the characters from it. Three? Oh, is there other yeah. elves as well? Yeah, like, it's Lord of the Rings, fucking no, no, the Man elves. from the Matrix. What, what do you mean, Lord of the Rings? Elrond. <laughs> it's Elrond. He's he's not in the in the. <laughs> you said there's there's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's a oh, Sauron. <laughs> there's fucking Sauron, fucking oh, okay. um, Legolas Elrond. and and Elrond and, and Elrond, yeah, and Galadriel and Galadriel. None of these people oh, are in Galadriel. the original. So it's just it literally fucking Ian McKellen. Obviously, he is in the book, but fuck me, they just like dragged him out. Which leads me on to my next point. Not only is this film bad, but when I actually started looking into this film, it's atrocious. Ian McKellen nearly had a breakdown from working on it because they made him use green screens. He specifically said he didn't want to work on green screens and they just made him anyway. It's why, and he Mm. just hated it because he wasn't with anyone. He was just like dancing around on a big green palette on his own. And then he like vowed to like never do mainstream films again. So that was fucking shit. And they accidentally killed 27 animals. What? Including, including horses, goats, chickens, and a sheep. With all, all that green screen. With all that green screening, they what? Yeah, because How? it's so rushed and hectic. Because they were just like making up shots on the go, and like well, no one knew what was going they, on. How that happened? Was it all in one go, or is it just? No, it was just like over the course of the film, from like maltreatment and not really being very organised. God. And and on top of that, they changed the law in New Zealand. They lowered labour laws so that it could be made in New Zealand, which then massively lowered the standards once they'd left. Didn't change the laws back because fucking, what's the word? Warner Brothers wanted to make it on the cheap. So they, they said, all right, if you don't let us pay people less, we're not making it in New Zealand. And then New Zealand changed the law so they would make it there. And then they didn't change it back. So it permanently damaged the film economy of New Zealand. God. Yeah, but they got to shoot in New Zealand, so. Right. They got to Fair. use the old Hobbiton set, so... No, they didn't. They had to remake the Hobbiton set because they destroyed it. Oh, well, it's there now. <laughs> that's, like, that's a really good thing about the movie. You can actually go and visit it now. It's a permanent that's, structure. I'd say that's probably the only good thing is they built Hobbiton permanently. That's the only thing that this film did that was positive. Other than that, it killed a bunch of animals, nearly killed Ian McKellen, and killed the film industry in New Zealand, and killed a book and mm. film franchise. I didn't kill it. You still got you got that Amazon Prime series that came out recently. That I was had, like the I, most I, expensive that... series of all time. Rings of Power. Yeah, I thought it was a bit mid. I, I actually completely forgot it existed until someone mentioned it. I really wanted I like, to like it, and I was like, "Oh I yeah, I liked it was good." It. I remember that. It was, it was <laughs> I have my gripes of it, but it was good. It's just kind of mediocre, it but it was fun. Would it... you call that a remake? No, stop! No. Stop trying to make everything it's a remake. A Not everything's a fucking of... remake just because something yeah, existed it's before. It's a film that adaptation was... of books that are. It's a film adaptation of loads of books. It's its own story based. It's its own of, contained story based off of it's, law. From... It's based off the Silmarillion, yeah. unfinished tales, all that kind of stuff. It just yeah, all right, all right. I think, Fair enough. I think it made Rings up a lot of stuff that went along as well. I think yeah. Rings of Power is not a remake at all. But this is the worst remake of all time. Go. <laughs> anyway, look. I you can you can fucking jaws the shark me again and just change the move the goalposts, but 
I know. You're moving the goalposts. <laughs> what are you saying? You're coming to us and you're saying an adaptation is a remake. That's just not true. Well, no, because if, if there hadn't already been a, a previous they did not adaptation, use, they, they did not use this, the 77 movie. One million percent. They did not even but, watch on, it. They even uh, look I'm at the poster of it like, to, to make that but, film. They looked at the book. They looked at the book. They added extra things. Like, yeah, it's but, extra, uh, no. but... It's but still the but book like earlier, we off. were talking about it. It is a re- is a f- based on a book. So if mm. would you say that because it's because when you get into the film- book things, it makes it very difficult because you're you're always adapting the book, aren't you? No matter what, you're always adapting the book. That's the original. Yeah, you can't remake a book. It's like Vinny wanted to do the Last Airbender as a remake of the animated series, and I said no. Yeah, because it's a film it's, adaptation, it's adaptation of the animated series. But I would have one hundred percent. I would have said that was fine. And the the thing is, the thing is right because it's so, yeah, it's so difficult because you, the, the thing is, the thing is, it's hard to tell whether you're remaking just, no, a previous here's, here's, film no, here's or whether why you're it's adapting difficult. Here's the why, here's why it's difficult. Here's why it's difficult. Is yeah. what happens is I try and think of an interesting like <laughs> Wrong way of looking at it, Wrong and then you guys go. Oh, uh, it just like doesn't fit with my vibe. No, like, you're, I, just like, like, you're, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. I'm no. sorry, but you're just flat out wrong. No, no. Stop Could trying to weasel your way back into this. This argument continued to go around in circles for the next five minutes. Nobody made a single new point. If for some reason you'd like to subject yourself to watching that, please go to our YouTube channel. Now, Let's get back to the show. Okay, I well, yeah, I never thought of the Hobbit as a remake until five minutes ago. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's tenuous. But, it is tenuous, mm. but it's an interesting way of looking at it. Mm. Calling cereal soup is an interesting way of looking at cereal. Doesn't mean it's fucking soup. <laughs> yeah, but if we said what's the best soup, and I said cornflakes, that would be an interesting episode. It'd be a fucking a <laughs> yeah. stupid answer because it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting spin, but I'm just looking at a Reddit thread now about whether people do or do not hate the Hobbit trilogy. And this is okay. these are the nerds. These are the nerds, and the general consensus is some people really don't like it. I would say that's the, probably the minority on here. The most people say it's okay, it's fine, it's fine for what it is. Yeah. And then there's a but there's a big strong argument of well, if the Lord of the Rings never existed and we only ever had the Hobbit, people would probably like it a hell of a lot more. Because how do you how do you follow that up? Do you know what I mean? How do you follow up the greatest film trilogy of all time? Objectively, the greatest film trilogy of all time. You go from that, which is three really long movies, long dialogue passages, blah, 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 you have all of that, and then you go into a, basically doing that all over again, but a little bit worse. It's obviously going to be seen as a lot worse. You can't fucking follow well, yeah, that. I mean, you can so say maybe that about... they should have made it a lot more condensed and you know better in that regard. But on the other hand, I don't, I don't think they're really terrible films. I don't think they're terrible like, I wouldn't put them in. We're like, think of what are some of the worst films you've ever seen. <laughs> the Jelly Bean... The Gummy, gummy Bear, Bear Christmas, Christmas movie. film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws 4, Seb. Jaws 3. 
right? Think of all the films that you fucking hate. Hmm. The Hobbit is not quite at the level of shitness as that. There's loads of good bits. Smaug is incredible. The Bilbo meeting Benedict, Smaug, that's great. Has, Benedict Cumberbatch's Smaug, I think, was a great cast. Brilliant. Was, the characters are still good. Thorin Oakenshield's a great character. Um, Martin Freeman as Bilbo is great. Bilbo meeting Gollum, Riddles in the Dark. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool scene. scene. That's what a cool if I scene. got in my pocket? Oh, yeah. Um, and if all of these were in one is, film, even I the think stuff they really added. Good. Even the stuff they added, like Gandalf's whole storyline and stuff like that, I know they added that in his fans, and we can always say, oh, you know, it's fucking fans, so it shouldn't be there. But if you just watch it, it's still good. It's still good passages. They're, it's good entertaining. It's still good storytelling. And a lot of people on this thread are saying the Gandalf storyline of it is probably the best, strongest storyline in the movie. It adds so much mystery about all of it and the sorcery and stuff like that. Um, the CGI is a bit worse, probably, than... I mean, obviously, mainly CGI. A lot of the Lord of the Rings originally was um, practical effects. Mm. And CGI orcs were a massive contention when The Hobbit came out, which is why The Rings of Power, you're shitting on it, doesn't have CGI orcs. Yeah. It has practical effects orcs. Yeah, there are real guys, weren't they? Yeah. Oh. Rings of Power is was, not as bad as you thought. I mean, yeah, that explains probably why it was so expensive <laughs> to fucking hire all those dudes. The Rings of Power. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I just, I don't think that The Hobbit is objectively that terrible. I'm a massive Lord of the Rings nerd, massive Tolkien nerd. It's established. But I still, I can enjoy watching those films. I can see all the flaws. I can see they're too long and all this. But, like, even the long bits, like The Unexpected Journey... The second one's my least favourite of the franchise, of that series. Not the third one? The third one... No, the second one, probably. Oh. The third one, I actually... Yeah. I enjoy watching. It's just a giant battle scene. Yeah, I think like, I agree with you, actually. It's good to watch. It's good to watch. It's but dumb, the first but, yeah. one, The first one's actually maybe even the strongest entry. I think it's what? by far the best one of the three. Yeah, because you have... Like the fe- it's very similar to the Fellowship. The Fellowship doesn't actually have that much going on. The first like hour is just talking in Bilbo's house, and it's the same with the Hobbit. It's just them talking about going on the journey and the song and putting all the plates away. And I really enjoy that. Tolkien's about language, and so a long talking scene establishing. I don't mind. I think that's quite good. And the riddles in the dark is in the first one, setting up Gandalf going to Rivendell, the White Council. All that's in the first one. So what I'm I just don't think they're that bad. I don't think the Hobbit movies are that atrocious. They're not like the worst movies of all time ever made. No, I think what my point is, is I like the way I like to do it, which I think always ends badly. I've got to stop doing this because it's just not how you guys think. But I like <laughs> to look at the point of what makes something good or bad mm. and then see if it ticks those points. And mm. I think it fails at every single expectation that those films had i think the only reason that they are mm. serviceable is stuff that was pulled that, that, that already existed nothing new and again it comes into like why it's kind of i mean you can debate it maybe you don't think it's a remake i think it's a remake but the what makes it the only things that make it good are things that were pill, pulled from films that already existed there's nothing new about it. like the only mm. reason you enjoy it is because it has people and characters and a world from a film franchise that you already enjoyed and they literally just copy and pasted that over and just put new characters doing a very similar vibe in a very similar place with in some cases yeah, but I the can same still enjoy actors. it. Yeah. The thing is with expectations they're never going to be met, are they? That's the thing. But I think The Wicker Man is objectively horrible. 
as a film. Watch that film subjectively. It's very funny at points. A horrible movie. It is, yeah, it is. There's, again, there's like... But it's not meant to be funny. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah, yeah, it's meant to be scary. It's meant to be a serious, scary film. <laughs> it is not serious yeah. or scary. <laughs> it's barely a film. <laughs> like they took some they took a film that was beloved by everyone who kind of watched it and butchered it and is now it's in one of you know if you, top movies of all time that are terrible the wicker man is fucking horrible like you won't meet someone who says oh, i loved the 2006 wicker man <laughs> whereas i think with the hobbit you there are fans of those films yeah Th- those films don't stack up with people's worst movies i've ever watched all time they don't like them because they didn't meet their expectations expectations yeah, will never be they were met just a bit mid. as standalone films they're still fi- like they're fine yeah even at what at their very worst they're fine um, I mean, yeah, and that's, at their that's best, the thing. At their best, they're good. They they annoyed me, and I assumed they'd annoyed you because you were a fan of the original films and stuff like that. So I assumed that we would be on the same page with it. Obviously, they annoy <laughs> me more than they annoy you, and more importantly, people on Reddit who have become a, <laughs> a, a litmus test for for the show. But like, Reddit I, is a litmus <laughs> test, yeah. Like I, I, you know, they annoy me, and I think they're a bad. They like, mm. yeah. They they. It felt like a letdown when they came out. They are. I, that's the thing. You can't. You but you can never hold it to the Lord of the Rings. That's what people need to stop doing. The Hobbit's not a cool. remake to the Lord of the Rings, though. Don't Isn't, you dare say it, it is. I, we, it's I, not. I, I, it's not, not get me ranting not again. A remake of the Lord. It's not the same story. Not, my it's blood pressure is no. very high right now. So like, please. <laughs> The thing is, when the Lord of the Rings are so good, it doesn't matter what... The Rings of Power could have been a fucking 10 out of 10. I guarantee everyone would have said it was worse than Lord of the Rings. People would still hate it because it's not... Every single thing that they ever make to do with the Lord of the Rings in the future will be hated on for not being as good as the Lord of the Rings. That's just a fact. It doesn't matter how good it is. It can be objectively pretty good. It's always going to be worse in the public's eyes because, oh, yeah, but it's not as good as... Do you know what I mean? Hmm... It's like, imagine eating the best cake in your entire life. And it's the, the first cake you eat is going to be objectively the best cake you ever eat in your entire life. You're going to eat cakes afterwards that are going to be good, but you're always going to be like, yeah, but, you know, not as good as that one, so probably fucking shit then. That's The Hobbit. It is a good, I think they are good watching movies. I think they are good movies. I enjoy watching them. I can, I can sit back and be like, you know what? Watch The Hobbit, bit of Tolkien, bit of fucking Lord of the Rings. Let's watch a bit of Bilbo running around. There's a bit of Middle Earth. It's got Gollum in it, you know, and I can enjoy it. There's good fight scenes. It's well acted. It's well shot. But it's not, It's ne- obviously it's never going to be The Lord of the Rings. But The Wicker Man, obviously, is going to be the worst movie remake of all time. It's not, the worst re- movie remake of all time for me is Old Boy 2013. <laughs> but Wicker Man is... Apparently now the worst movie remake of all time. It's got a fucking bees bit in it. The the, the <laughs> bear punching the woman in the face. Like that's what I mean. Excluding you know, like twenty. If you could take those twenty minutes outside of the film and just that's mm. the film. It it's a funny film. It's great. It's just you also have to sit through another hour and twenty, hour thirty of just fucking dull bollocks shit, dr- dross, mm. crap, uninteresting. Like it makes me like my penis inverts into like my body. It becomes a vagina. But the thing is, even with the funny things, <laughs> I think include them. Include include the funny parts in because it's not supposed to be funny. Like it's not a it's not a compliment to say it's good because it's funny. It's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, no, it's like, not supposed to. Be. That's true. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Well, it's like the jo- well, talking about least- Jaws last. Actually, it was last episode, wasn't it? The woke Christmas yeah, yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! We've done two films in a row. Two woke <laughs> Christmas. Two woke films in a row. Two woke films in a row. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, The Hobbit's great, and uh, The Wicked Man fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, The Wicked Man is the worst movie remake of all time. Not in my eyes, but there we go. And that's the end of the show. If you enjoyed us screaming at each other about what is what is a film remake, and you want to hear us scream at each other next week about about Ooh. about he's got it. If you want to hear us scream again next week at each other about who is the greatest chef of all time, you can hear me and Vinny screaming at each other about who is the greatest chef of all time. Oh yeah. Hint, the answer is chef from South Park. Ooh. Um, although, is he really a chef? Because he's technically not a real person. What do you reckon? <laughs> Don't um, pick then, chef from you know, South Park. <laughs> 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 Subscribe to this podcast on your podcast player of choice. Follow us on Instagram and join us next week for some more actual goats rather than woats. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.